Hi, Junior. Thank you for joining us on Black Ink Cinema Podcast. Thank you for having me. Before we get into your film choice that you picked, we just want to get to know a little bit more about you. I started doing comedy uh, after university when I was 23. Mm-hmm. And I just, I've always been funny. I've always been that kind of cheeky, kind of smart mouth, kind of witty kind of guy. So, and everyone said to me, you should do comedy, you should do comedy, you should do, you should do comedy. And like, it took me like six years to like, be like, okay, yeah, I'll do comedy. But it took me a long time to get the confidence to like, actually go on stage because I've never done any sort of performance before. So I was so scared to do it. It took me like a year to actually get the courage to go on stage. And I got really drunk beforehand. I went to a little pub in Dutch curry? Yeah, a lot of Dutch courage. <laughs> I was, I What's was, the sauce? Well, back then it was Stella. Can of Stella, like three cans of Stella. That was my go-to sauce when I was when I was younger. But now I drink that like, brandy or rum. But back then it was just beers, pints, Stellas, and just I was just I'll back I'll back them like three in a row just to like get the courage. To go it was yeah, it was crazy times back then. I was young, so my, my body could handle it more. I can't do that now. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm, when That'd I, be a three-day hangover. Yeah, and I hate hangovers are the worst thing ever, so I watch what I drink now. Yeah, same. When you get to your 30s, your body doesn't react to alcohol. Oh, listen, like, we, have to be, we have to be smart about it. You can't just be uh, reckless like you were. Very true. I've got a plan when I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> what I eat beforehand, what I drink beforehand. I'm laughing because I'm exactly the same. Because oh, I, like, just don't, I don't want that the next day. I just can't be bothered to waste the whole day. The exactly, yeah waste so, like so you got into comedy straight after uni straight after uni who were your comedy influences my mum my friends the people around me they i got a lot of friends who are funny my friends are funnier than me but they're like kind of like doing kind of pranks impressions that okay. kind of so it's always like who could be the funniest when we was around them so uh my comedy heroes like dave Chappelle's that like my comedy favorite comedian ever dave, dave Chappelle, jamie fox Chris yeah. Tucker, um, Richard Blackwood, Kojo. I was lucky enough to meet, I've met most of my comedy heroes. I met Dave Chappelle a couple of years ago. That was cool. Did they live up to the expectations? My comedy heroes are always shorter than I thought they would be. <laughs> the only thing, like, Dave Chappelle was shorter than me. I was like, wow, I'm taller than Dave Chappelle. This is crazy. Dave Chappelle's my favourite comedian ever. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah, so, and Jamie Foxx is my, probably my second favourite comedian. So funny. It's not fair that he's got so much talent and I've only got one talent. <laughs> it's a good talent though. Don't put yourself down. Yeah, I know, but I wish I could like sing as well and play the piano and act. I can't act to save my life. I'm a terrible actor. Have so. you tried? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a discipline to acting. You've got to like all that waiting around for three hours until it's your time. Like, you've got to wear makeup as well. I'm I'm from the ends, innit? So <laughs> I can't be wearing makeup. But, I mean, um, you say that and then someone slaps a couple of million quid on a cheque and asks... Uh, then I'll do it, yeah. <laughs> once Junior Booker in this movie, <laughs> you'll be okay. like, put on that Mac foundation, bring it yeah. on. Bring it on. But no one's paying me millions to put on a dress. They're probably paying me like £20. So. <laughs> what football top is that? Who do you support? This is Real Madrid. I don't support Real Madrid. I support Manchester United, but they're not really, I you know, they're not good. Don't worry, I, can't, I don't know why I'm putting that face. I'm a Guna, so that doesn't, I don't know why 
Like, you can't be friends then. We can't be friends. If you're a gooner, then we can't be friends. <laughs> I feel like we have to put the football aside while we get through this podcast. So you have a catchphrase, gosh darn it. Where did that come from? Gosh darn it. Um, it was a weird... I did a show one day, one mm-hmm. evening, and it was like for a charity or a kid's show, and I couldn't swear. <laughs> I couldn't swear. So I let, like, instead of saying, oh, for fuck's sake, I was like... Gosh darn it, just kind of came out. Yeah. And everyone's like laughing, oh, gosh darn it, gosh darn it. And then when I try not to swear, I say, gosh darn it. But people automatically laugh when I say it. So I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. So it's not really my catchphrase per se, mm. but something, it's a little tagline that I use in my videos sometimes. So yeah. people are like, hey, gosh darn it, gosh darn it. <laughs> that's, that's weird. But I'm like, hey, my name is Junior. I love music. Yeah. I love I love that. Who are you listening to at the moment? Right now, Drake. Uh, big, I like Drake. I like Chris Brown. I like Justin Bieber. I like Frank Ocean, Sam Smith. I like Alicia Keys. I like everyone. I'm, I'm just a fan of all, all music, all genres. Um, but my favourite artist ever was Michael Jackson. That's mm. my favourite. I think he's the reason why I started dancing when I was younger. I'd watch him. Like, like everyone yeah. wants to dance and become a dancer. I practiced, I practiced the moonwalk for six months. I can I was, do the moonwalk. And you do the moonwalk? Yeah. Everyone, everyone says they can. I no, but can. my moonwalk's actually quite dope. I don't need a slippery floor. Like, I can just do it on any any surface. Nah, you need... Okay, I want to see that one day. Oh, yeah. And and the usher slide as well, the side sideways slide. So. Oh, the U-turn. Oh, the usher. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> got a battle one. We have yeah, we'll be sure. Just put on you. Play, you get the playlist together, and we will have a battle. I won't take it easy on you, though. No, no I'll prison. be. I'll probably be over like five moves in. I'll be like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm full <laughs> muscle. <laughs> Make sure you stretch first, because I go in. Make sure you stretch first. Okay. Don't mess about. So, where can people catch you on your socials? Brown Facebook. Mm. I'm not allowed on Twitter. A oh, long story. I can't go into that. Oh, listen, okay. let's not go into that right now. Okay. It's a long story. Say, me and Wiley are in the same boat. But um, <laughs> we are here to celebrate all things black cinema. And you chose Antoine Fuqua's Training Day with Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. Why did you pick this movie? It's like one of my favorite ever movies. I love this movie. It's just so entertaining, so dramatic. It's just so good. It's just a really good movie. It's not like a feel-good movie. Like it's not got good. It's not got good. <laughs> yes, definitely morally, not, not a good, good movie. movie. <laughs> but it makes me feel good. What made it stand makes out? Uh, when I watched it, I was like 17, 16, 17. Mm. The first time I watched it, I didn't get certain things. I wasn't really about that life. Okay. When I watched it, when I was a bit older. I, I loved it even more. I've seen it like 10 times now. So okay. but every time I watch it, I love it. I notice certain other things. I'm like, wow, that's deep. That's deep, that's deep, that's deep. Mm. And the, but I love Denzel. Denzel, a big fan of Denzel Washington. I, just, I think he's a cool dude. He's, he's just the best. A cool, he's just a smooth dude. Like when I, I'm not saying I'm like Denzel, but <laughs> I wish I was like, because all the girls love Denzel. So I always try to like copy his swag a little bit. His swag is just... Yeah, it's on point. 
I don't even, I'm even lost for words. I can't even find the words to describe his work, but it kind of, you can feel it off the screen. It's very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Air about him. He does, he does. He's got a presence about him, man. He's just, he's an amazing actor. And Ethan Hawke as well, he's amazing. He's done really well in the movie. Yeah. Um, it's a great storyline, just from the beginning to the end. And, and, and you forget that it's all in one day. Yes, the 24 yeah. hour crazy. I, I didn't get that. The training day, one day. I didn't get, when I was young, I didn't get that. It seemed mm. like it was a whole week. I was like, oh, yeah. There's so much happens in that 24 hours that you're thinking it couldn't possibly have happened in one day. Yeah, so much happens. So much happens. Is it your favourite Denzel performance? Oh, definitely. Oh, wow, okay. Is it because he's playing a villain, a bit of a bad boy, something that he's not commonly known for? Is that what drew you to this movie or to him? I saw him as the good guy. Because I didn't really see him as a <laughs> I think you missed. I think you missed the point of the movie. Yeah, when I was young, I was like, this is the good guy. I wanted him to win. I was like, yeah, come on. But yeah, I get paid. I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's a he's a police officer, so he should he should be a good guy. But he's mm. yeah, he's not. He's a really bad individual. But I love the way he moves in that movie. Yeah. It's, he's just so smooth, and he's just the man. And everyone kind of like a lot of people don't like him, but they have respect for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and at the end of the day, he's looking out for number one, which is what everyone does in that movie. Yeah. Because Denzel said that's his favourite character he's played. You can kind of see why. It must be fun to play, like, a bad boy, like, something that you wouldn't usually be in normal life. Um, and it's funny because, like, when Denzel is swearing, you're like, you take it really serious. You're like, oh, my God, he's really out here cursing. Like, you know, yeah. it's so out of character for him. Um, I think, like, that was one of the first Denzel movies that I, I saw Malcolm X. Mm. Then I saw when I was younger, I was I was into like more like Will Smith. Like, okay, so you hadn't seen that many Denzel films before that. Not really. So That's it wasn't weird me seeing him as a bad guy. It was cool. It's like this, this is what he does. Probably I didn't. It wasn't really. So I just saw him at Denz. It's a cool dude, mm. really cool dude. So, and I would love to play a bad guy in the movie. I would love. Yeah, to. I think it would definitely be more fun. I mean, the all black everything was doing it. <laughs> yeah, I love with the, with the goatee and that. Oh, he looked so fine in that film. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> One thing that people or the critics had a problem with with this movie was the fact that for a lot of us, probably you will be unaware of this, but this was the first time Denzel kind of played like an out and out baddie, the villain of the film, and this was the film that he got a Oscar for like the leading Oscar anyway, um, as it's got a supporting Oscar for Glory. Um, do you agree with what people were saying that he had to play a thug in order, you know, a stereotype thug kind of thing, a crooked cop to get that? To get that Oscar? So, so be it. There's nothing wrong with that. It shows his range, his diversity. Mm. Um, it's acting at the end of the day, so you're just playing a character and... I've I, I got no problem with that. I think he deserved an Oscar from before then. Yeah. Really. No, that's what John people Cruz. are saying. It was just yeah. a bit like, how comes he wasn't given an Oscar when he's been playing all these other amazing characters yeah. and roles? And then it's like the one time, <laughs> the one time he plays a villain or a baddie um, and it's like, okay, he's rewarded for it. Yeah. I didn't hear about that till like way after. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, 
still he just he still deserves it. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter why he put Oscar. He definitely deserved it, and it was like a great movie. And that was 40 years after Sidney Poitier had won his Oscar as a black man um, for leading roles. So it was just... That, uh, the next one, 40, yeah. 40 years. Wow, 40 years. so 40 years. Yeah, exactly. If, you, if you're good enough, you'll get an Oscar. If you deserve it, I think you'll get an Oscar. Like, I, that's, yeah. But representation is everything, and there have been times when people have been clearly good enough um, and then haven't got it. I know, but you, I think in the future, if you keep putting out good work, you'll, you'll get what you deserve, I feel like. But um, there was a thing about Oscars So White a couple of years ago, mm. and it was like, okay, because no one got nominated from a black... But I don't want people to get nominated just because it's a token nomination. Oh, I don't 100%. want that. Yeah, 100%. But the, I think that wasn't the argument. The argument was that there are plenty of films... Um, and characters that should be up for these nominations that haven't been. So this is the first time that a black actor has won by a film by a black director. Well, I feel like someone like John Singleton should have won it for like Boys in the Hood. Yeah, um, for sure. Definitely, that, that movie was great. So Antoine Farquhar, well done. It was a great movie. One of the things that I love about this movie is the monologue at the end, um, which has gone on to lead on to impersonations by comedians um, and have some of the best one-liners um, and catchphrases. Um, have you got anything, any stand-up that you incorporate a bit of <laughs> training day in there? I remember that last that um that last scene. Yeah, um, he's just like he's doing this. Yours points down. Denzel was points down. Mm. He's just like I remember. King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> shit on me. Oh my God. I, I think I watched that monologue more than I've watched the actual film. King Kong. I didn't like that bit. That was the worst part of the movie for me. No way. Died. I wanted him to like win. I was like, no. I was like, no, 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 no. So apparently in the original um, making of the movie, he was supposed to get away with it. But on the request of Denzel, he thought that his character should get some karma some comeuppance and then they changed it to that do you agree so I, I take it you disagree with that you wish they'd kept it 100%, that's they... the worst besides that it was a great movie the end bit no I didn't like that bit that's not fair <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> what do you mean it's not fair he literally killed his mate jacked his money and like didn't kill him well yes. someone else shot him and then and that guy was a bad guy anyway yeah, yeah but bad people killing bad people doesn't Make it okay, like no, no, it's not white, but it's okay. I think that's what Whitney Houston said. <laughs> it's not white, but it's okay. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Denzel was a superhero in that movie. He was a superhero. He was that like a black a... super. That's how I felt. But maybe I was wrong to think that way. I guess your perception so, of yeah of how you saw that movie is so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. I, I thought he was a good guy. To be honest, I was like, no. So I was very upset. I was like 16. I was very upset when he died. Because I thought he was going to get away in the car. He was going to drive off. Yeah, and then he I thought he'd got, yeah, I think he'd got away when the guy... Because initially I thought those guys were going to kill him. And then when yeah. he was driving, and you're like, oh, they allowed him to go. I was like, okay, all right, say no more. And then uh, the mass murder. That was a very sad ending. Bambi dying, Bambi's mum dying. That was sad. Mufasa. In the Lion King, that was sad. Are you and comparing Bambi and Mufasa to... Emotionally. Yeah, emo- the same kind of emotion I had. I was like, no. 
I don't watch that. I don't watch the end bit of that movie. I, I, I stopped watching it then. Are you kidding? That's actually, I don't think anyone's ever compared those three people or characters together. Um, They're very similar characters. And very I love similar. Animation and one is a... Yeah, that's the only difference, really. This animation and real life action movies. But yeah, that was very, I didn't like that bit. Nice. The monologue, the monologue was good. King Kong got shit on me. Have you, I was meant to, you I was, I was trying to practice my Denzel impression. Yeah, but I'm really bad at impressions. It's just gonna sound really bad. I don't think. Go on, you can try. I mean, I can't do any impression. Now you're gonna just, you're gonna think this guy is just really terrible at impressions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope so. got shit on me. See, that was terrible. That's Oscar King worthy. That's Oscar worthy. I wanna do. I'm gonna practice my Denzel impressions. Mm. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I think that's the first all time right. I heard Denzel say, or say in that way, like, mine. But that was the first my, time he says it so freely in the film. It was my, just... I love Ethan Hawke as well. He was a perfect character to play along with him because Ethan was such a good guy, like a nice person. Yeah. And I was, I was like to myself thinking, Ethan, just go along with it. Just go along with the and situation. That, how long do you go along with something until you're like... It's only been the first day. It's just one day. It's not in taking drugs, letting potential rapists go off and like live their life to potentially rape or murder another person. A girl who was like 14 years old. Come yeah, oh, oh yeah, that wasn't good. Come but on. no, he didn't let him go. Didn't Denzel like slap him up a little bit? Oh, say, Ethan, Ethan was the one who beat them up. Like, yeah, he, but, yeah, but Denzel came along. That, that just, was a good thing. Because Ethan was getting beaten up by two guys and yeah. Denzel was just watching, smoking a cigarette. Mm. That was, that was hilarious. I, I was laughing when it happened. A you lot of the parts that I laugh. There's a lot of comedy in that movie. People don't realise the comedy in that movie. There's a lot of comedy. Mm. So, after I watched it ten times, you notice little things. There's love stories in there. There's comedy, there's drama. It's got anything you want. So, um, apparently that role was offered to Bruce Willis and Sam J. How do you think they would have um, executed it? Nah, Bruce Willis playing Denzel. Nah, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because Ethan Hawke seemed younger than um, Denzel. Like He had that like looking up to, he looked stressed. He looked, and Denzel looked like really, like he knew what he was doing. So. No, nah, that wouldn't have worked. That wouldn't have worked. No? Well, you're talking nah. about the comedic aspect, and I think that if Sam J had played that, it would have definitely made it a little bit more comedic because there's just something about when Sam J swears, it's funny. It's not... I don't take it serious. Whereas when Denzel was swearing and, like, using the N-word, I was like, oh, damn, this is, like, a different Denzel. Yeah, def- yeah. Samuel Jackson is, uh, is more of a comedy actor. Mm. But he's not a great actor. No, I, I object, okay? I object, and I'll, I'll tell you why I object to that. He is so good that he can do the comedy stuff, and it's hilarious. But there's other films um, that you're forgetting. A Time to Kill. Have you seen A Time to Kill with Matthew McConaughey? No. But See, he's done like 150,000 movies. He's literally done 50 billion films. But he's done so many. He, I've seen a lot. Snakes on the Plane was probably my favourite uh, Samuel Jackson movie. Who are you right now? And you're literally well, like... I that. that movie's so simple. It's about snakes on a plane. And that's it. 
That's it. I love simple movies. The snakes the on a plane. In the world says, I love snakes on a plane. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. I love no that. No one. That's a great movie. What, what's not to love? You've got snakes and a plane, Samuel Jackson. It's a great mix. It works. Only he could play that character. And Tali's motherfucking snakes on his motherfucking plane. That is cinematic genius. You can't. It's amazing. So probably one of my worst movies ever. I think I've only. Snakes on a plane. What? Yeah. Yeah. Am I like, it was like a waste of my life. Like, am, I, am I in the minority? Does not everyone love that movie? One million. Did it win an Oscar? I'm sure it won an Oscar. In the film, they had quite a few cameos, Snoop and Dre, um, and they made a yeah, few. Man, Dr. Dre is the worst actor ever. He's actually Snoop tried. Dr. Dre was terrible, but he didn't say much, so he didn't do much. Not as bad as Jay Z, though. Do you remember? Oh, Jay Z. Jay Z. -Z, He's acted once in his life in Paper Soldiers, and he just mumbles his way through that, and you're just like, "What on earth did you just say?" Um, But that was one of the worst performances I've seen from a a rapper. No, Jay Z. Jay Z can't act. Um, so I take it you're not a fan of rappers turned actors, or are you? Not really, but but if you, if you can do it, you can do it. But who some guys think, can't do it. Who do you think has done it well? I think Kano, uh, of, of uh, Will Smith, mm. obviously. Eminem. Eminem done a good job on 8 Mile. They actually offered Eminem the role um, of Ethan Hawke's character. Do you think, who do you prefer? Do you think he would have done a good enough job? I think he would have done a good job. I could see him doing that movie. Mm. Yeah. Because I could, yeah, he's got this, the same kind of frame, same kind of build, the same kind of energy mm. as Ethan Hawke. I think he was on a good job. I think Ethan, big up Ethan, he done mm. an amazing job. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I could see Eminem doing that. We were talking about earlier, the film is set across 24 hours, and there are other films like that, which are set over 24 hours, like Falling Down, Do the Right Thing, and Friday. Um, do you think, do you like that or do you prefer it to be like across a few days or whatever? I like it. Mm. I like it, actually. Yeah, a lot of movies that are done in one day, I've actually been a big fan of it. And you don't actually realise that it's over one day because so much happens. So, yeah, I like it. Friday, mm. it's amazing. You don't realise that this is one day. I, I forgot that was one day because so much yeah. happens. So, yeah, I like it. Have you seen all those films that I mentioned? Do the right thing. I ain't thing. seen Falling Down. I've seen Do the Right Thing and I've seen Friday. It's Falling Down um, with uh, Michael Douglas. It's a brilliant, just like, you know, if you could have the worst day, that probably will sum it yeah. up. Um, yeah, it's a good one. You should watch it. Um, I was going to well, say. When was it made? Michael? Mid 90s? Mid 90s. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll check it out. My falling, was Falling Down by Michael Douglas. I like Michael Douglas. He's yeah, good. he's got like, you'll probably recognize the front cover. He's got like glasses and a briefcase, and he just looks like super distressed. Um, but yeah. Oh, and he's got like a bus cut and he's got a tie. Yeah, he's got a tie, black, like a shirt. Yeah, like a black tie. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I recognized. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, film. It's a really good film. I'm um, going to try to find it tonight and watch it. So I was going to say, between Do the Right Thing and Friday, who do you think had the worst 24 hours? Probably Friday. Because I'm a smoky went for a lot in, the, in that day. <laughs> um, do the Right Thing. It's been a while since I've seen Do the Right Thing. Mm. But I've seen Friday like a hundred times. Yeah. I love that movie. One of my favourite ever movies. So. And Ice Cube. Ice Cube's a good rapper. He turned to an actor, actually. 
Yes, he is. And director yeah. and film creator. So he kind of just soared and went... And my, he, wrote, he wrote Friday, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so very talented man. Well done him. And he's done a lot of comedy movies as well recently. Mm. He always plays the angry black man. I think that comes with age as well. Like, I feel like, obviously, in his youth, he could do these other roles. And then now it's, like, getting into your your stride and, like, working to your strengths, I guess. Kind of, like, yeah. what works for you and not... Probably trying to get away from, like, the thug rapper that he was in his youth. So doing, like, family movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. That, that stuff. was such a corny movie, but it was good. So corny. But oh, we wow. need it. Why can't we have corny movies? It's fine. Well, yeah, true, that's true. That yeah, is true. But it's got to be good. It's got to be good, corny. Yeah, but there's some other corny movies that are not good and that do well. Yeah, but when we when black people do corny, it doesn't... I don't think that's our thing. It's harder <laughs> for us to do corny. It is. Because <laughs> we, we judge each other a lot. Yes. We judge each other a lot. So if we're not on point, we're going to let you know. That's just how we are. It's all love, though. It's come from love. If you're not on point, we're going to let you know, hey, because you're making us all look bad. That's so yeah, we see. I think the form of equality means that we are able to do mediocre stuff as well. I'm not promoting yeah. it. I'm just saying it should allow you to be okay and look excellent all the time. Yeah, you, a lot of stuff I do is terrible. So. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but then they, people tell me. They say, that was shit. I was like, okay, well, now I know. Isn't it? So <clears throat> as a comedian, when I do my, the black shows, if you're, if you're shit, they'll let you know when you're on stage. Yeah. They'll let you know mm. straight away. So, and I love that. I love that. So, because if you're really good, they'll let you know as well. They'll give you that positive energy. If you're bad, they'll let you know, hey, nah, we paid our money. This is not what we paid our money for. So, but it's all love. Um, so, apparently it's police procedure, you know, when working in narcotics to take some of the drugs, um, and get to know the drugs a bit, um, like the PCP scene with e- Ethan. Have you ever had to get through a day, I don't know, a bit waved, a bit intoxicated, and pretended that everything was fine? Um, yeah, a couple of times. I think one time, I remember I had to, had to babysit. Oh. And I was already intoxicated. I didn't know I had to babysit. kind of like sprung on me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was that was interesting. I think those kids learned a lot that day <laughs> about life. And it's not all flowers and roundabouts. Oh, God. I told them the that? truth. I told them about themselves that day. You I told didn't? Them, I, no, because they're little shits. I told them. How old were they? Yeah, I think they were like two, three. I don't oh. think I could understand me much, but I think they remember it. They're it, like 10 now, so. That one's... I'm a very functional alcoholic horse. If I'm on something, I can still do what I need to do. Mm. But, um, but I remember I smoked something and then I had to go straight on stage. I wasn't ready, though. I, was just, I just smoked it. And that's not, that's not good to do. No. So I went in there. I was just like, yo. And when you're, when you're high on stage, everything's funny to you. Right. So, so do, you do a joke. You start laughing. You're thinking you're killing it. But no one else is laughing. But you can't really tell. Yeah. So you're just doing your set. It's fun for you. It's fun for me to do when I'm up there. I'm having the best time of my life. But the crowd is like, What's, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Is that the last time you went on stage high and then made sure that you don't do that going? I want to say that was the last time, but that would be a lie. 
So you didn't learn, um, did it though? I mean, that was the first time. <laughs> I think that was the first time. I learned to like pace it out a bit better. But that was like hide and straight on stage. It was like two seconds oh, afterwards. So you so get... I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready at all. I forgot okay. all my jokes. I was just laughing at my own stuff. And I was just... But I had a good time. Mm, you I had, had a very good time. But I don't do, kids, don't do that. I do not recommend. Don't do drugs anyway. Technical. Stay in school. <laughs> Stay in school. You plan it into your day now, just so you can. Yeah, but that that PCP scene mm. is my favorite scene from the movie. Okay. And me and my friends, like, ah, uh, you like to get wet. You like to get wet. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know you like to get wet. Yeah. So if one of us is like really high, we're like, oh, you're wet, fam. You're wet. You're wet. You're wet. That's what we said <laughs> to each other for like five years. Yeah. You're wet. You're on PCP, bub. You're on PCP. That was us for like five years, just cussing each other. So that's that's the best scene of the movie. That is, that. and Dave Chappelle parried that scene. He did a parody of that scene. Oh, did he? In, um, the Chappelle Show, yeah. Okay. Done, you weren't really. I didn't really clock at the time that it was a parody. Mm. My friend told me, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's from Training Day." Yeah. So it made me laugh. It made me enjoy the comedy element of the movie even more. Seeing yeah. Dave Chappelle do a parody of it. Yeah, that was a really sinister scene, um, and I think that's when you first get a hint of Denzel's character a little bit more. There's nothing wrong with that. You're giving your partner, like, because he's got to do that. He said, like, you have to do on the streets. If you're undercover, you've got to smoke it. He says, help. I saw him. I saw that as him helping him. I was like, yeah, Denzel, good on you for, like, doing that for your bed, for <laughs> I your like, buddy. I like, I like it afterwards when it was like, it's not like you had a gun to your head. And it's like, you literally had a gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're saying, I didn't force you. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Yay, that's the evil laugh afterwards as well. Proper. And just that whole that, way shot, that whole scene is, um, honestly, gives me the, like, the shivers. It's so creepy. Like his face, everything about it is just so creepy. Was that creepy to you? Yeah, it was really creepy. I don't know why I just found it like so silly. That sinister. was like straight comedy for me. That like, was, was, your. I don't know. That was like the way the car's moving it all in slow motion. And it's like, uh, that's hilarious. I did like it when they just slammed the brakes in the middle of the road and it was like not moving, like no Fs given, just you're going to do your drugs and we're not moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some guy's beeping behind him. Yeah. And he's like, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> guy's like, hey, 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 hey. That is pure, that is hilarious. It you must have laughed at that bit. Did you laugh at that no, bit? No, no. No, because really that is hilarious. But the guy's like, "Hey, whoa, whoa!" That's oh, no, that bit, no, that bit was funny, but yeah. not, not even taking the drugs, like being forced to take drugs. That's. But no, but Denzel didn't force him because he's like, "You don't want to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it." He then it. He had a gun to his head. How yeah, but metaphorically, he didn't. <clears throat> Physically, he did. Yeah, <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> I'm looking deeper. I'm looking for the deeper. Okay. Meaning. It was all a test. The whole day was a test anyway. Yeah. To see whether he could push his boundaries. He would get, like, let him get away with certain things. Um, he was training. Training day. Training's not easy. No. It's not meant to be easy. So you got to man up. you got to man up. That's all, he, that's all Denzel was doing. One thing um, I have to say is when Ethan is saved by his good karma, um, because obviously he saved the girl from being raped and then just before he's going to get killed, being set up by Denzel's character, good karma comes through and it's like, you know, 
his life was... Yeah, I'd say fortunate. I don't know where Denzel went. He left um, him killed. He'd set him up. I think, I think he went to the shop to get some milk or something. <laughs> no, <And> no. <laughs> he left their ticket killed. No. Funny. No, I don't know. I'm sure Denzel didn't do that. He yeah. left to go shop. From what okay. I remember, he went out to go <laughs> shop and then them, them Mexican dudes started attacking him. Okay, for that's no what reason. Yeah. That's what I remember. Then Denzel comes back. And like, hey, where's Ethan? He didn't actually even come back. I'm no, just... we didn't see that bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure he came. Time. Yeah, I'm sure he came back later, but he wasn't there. You got you got to look bet- between the scenes. Mm. You got to look for the layers. Um, the layers. It's, the movie's very layered. So <laughs> yeah, that that bit that bit was jokes because he's just gone, and the guy's like, your friend's gone, Holmes. Yeah. And then, but yeah, it's good that he um the good the good karma saved him. Yeah. So it's good to be good sometimes, I guess. Sometimes I think it's good to be good all the time. Well, tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to direct people who haven't seen Training Day to YouTube to watch a scene, I know you've spoken about some of your favourite scenes, but what scene do you think will like capture the essence of Training Day? Just the first scene from when he's in the he's reading his newspaper and even Hawk starts talking. Yeah, and like, he's like, oh, you want to talk over my paper? Entertain me then. Tell me a story. <laughs> Tell me, entertain me. You want to talk over me? Talk over my newspaper? Entertain me. That just sets the scene of the whole movie. Mm. I love it. And when he's walking across the road to get to the car, yeah. he walks through the traffic and all the cars stop for him. He doesn't even break stride. That was walks. a brilliant shot. I love that. That's the coolest. I wouldn't try that myself, but <laughs> I would love to do something like that. He doesn't yeah. even look. He doesn't look at the cars. He just is walking to his car, and he's got like a pimp car. He's got a Cadillac. Proper pimp car. He's got the the hydraulics. Come <laughs> on, Denzel. Ah, legend. Legend. I'm gonna watch that tonight. <clears throat> I'm watch yeah. that and falling down. Yeah, please watch falling down. It's so good. One of the scenes down. I actually like the scene when he saves the girl, um, and then there's that whole conversation about what's the point of arresting him. I think that's a pretty good scene because it sums up who Denzel is, who Ethan is in this, um, the crooks, like just everything that happens in that whole beginning to end um, scene is quite interesting. He's just watching, he's just standing on the side smoking while he's literally getting his ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was fun. That was funny as well. That was, that was, <laughs> and then like justifies why he's going to let them go. Um, I think that It's a lot of bare paperwork, isn't it? You said that. It's bare paperwork. That's long. Bare we don't want to do that. <laughs> It was a bit concerning when the shootout was happening and like Denzel's continuing to shoot and your son is like right there. I, th- I thought that was quite... That's Ethan Hawke's fault. Really? I think Ethan actually even saves the kid and like tries to shield him and he's like, make sure the mum gets him out of harm's way. But okay. I don't remember that bit. Mm. But yeah, I remember the shootout. I remember Ethan Hawke picks up the child, I think. Yeah. yeah. But Denzel... He wouldn't have shot the child. He's just. No, no, I'm not saying that, but you would try to make sure your kid's out of the way before you continue shooting. And Macy Gray, the Macy Gray scene as well. I love that scene. I love that scene. She's so. She gives her a takeout menu. Yeah. For the warrant. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he he goes in there and steals the money, and then they start shooting him, and he starts shooting back. Mm. Like the standard police work. As you do. And as you do, protect and serve. So, 
Yeah, big up Macy Gray. She she done a good job in that movie. She's better than Snoop Dogg and um, Jay, um Dr. Dre. Yeah, she does really good cameos, like really good, believable cameos. Um, well, that's it from me, Junior. You've been absolutely amazing. Appreciate you taking the time out. It's been fun. Good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Big up you. Thank, Thank you. you. Speak soon. All right, bye. Bye. Get your hands on a gym and tonic G&T box. Enter the promo code BLACKINK for an exclusive 10% discount on your order. Gym and tonic. Sustainable Urban Gin.